0: Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Lower Gentry Studios is a film production company specializing in high quality productions at a low cost. You'll be able to catch their new web series, Canyon County, on YouTube starting December 19th, 2018. Today I chat with Ray Chow over the phone. He is the coordinator for the Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival. It is coming up very soon, November 2nd and 3rd. It's a lot of fun. We go into the history of the festival um, as well as what to expect this year. Enjoy. We are on the record. Hello, hello, hello.
1: How's it going, Mr. Chow?
0: Good. Excellent. This is
1: Ray Chow from, from sunny LA. Thanks for calling
0: in today. Uh, and hey. we are going to start with, uh, we want to do 20 questions, 20 questions on the podcast. Uh, we can wow. do more. We can do less. It,
1: is, it, is this timed?
0: Um, they can be. I don't have a timer, but one of us will have to count if that's the case. I'll count on my fingers. Okay, perfect. So we have 10 fingers for each question. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) nice. So what I want to start with is uh, what do Twin Falls, Idaho, local film, and improv comedy have in common? Just curious Mm. if you know the answer to that question.
1: Yeah, the Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival and Katie Neff and Steve Kaminsky. Awesome. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about sandwiches? Yeah, um, well, uh, the the name is kind of unusual, but that's by design. It's it's supposed to pique your curiosity because there's a lot of film festivals out there. And um, obviously I wanted to uh, pay homage to Twin Falls and I came up with sandwiches because... uh, Sandwiches, each letter of sandwiches spells out a genre of film. Uh, S is for short films, A is for animated, et cetera, et cetera. You have to go to our website to uh, figure them all out. But um, it was a way of me just trying to uh, create a film festival that was inclusive of all genres and uh, also something that I thought was kind of catchy. And I kind of, you know... You can make a lot of bad jokes about sandwiches, or you can make good jokes about sandwiches. There's nothing in between. It's
0: not a great... Yeah, there's there's nothing in
1: between. (laughs) No. And we like to say that uh, making a film is like making a sandwich. Uh, It's going to be unique, have a lot of different ingredients, and every sandwich and every film is going to be different.
0: Right on. And this is the third year of Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival. I might be bouncing uh, around. I'm I'm kind of bouncing yeah, around right. on some of these questions, but I, I want to know uh, what are you looking forward to most on that one? Well,
1: on you know, this, this is our third year, and you know, every festival just gets a little bit. Um, I mean, it it gets it it operates a little bit more smoothly from our end, and we're also seeing um, more submissions, which means higher quality of films. And uh, we've always emphasized not only uh, filmmakers and films made in Idaho and the surrounding areas. But we've also uh, been uh, very lucky to have a lot of uh, films submitted from all over the country. So there is definitely an international flair to these uh, films. And um, I think, you know, every year the quality of film gets a little bit better. And uh, the, the level of participation from the filmmakers gets, you know, they're a little bit more um, excited about the event and looking forward to it so it's like anything, you know, it takes time to grow and we're in our third year and I think we're, we're making tremendous progress.
0: And I have a lot of questions about the twin fall sandwiches film festival, uh, 10 to be precise, I guess, but we can go off on a tangent if need be. Would you like to, uh, answer a question not related to the twin fall sandwiches film festival, just so we can get to know you a little bit more. Of course. Excellent. Um, so if you could sell your soul to the devil, what would you sell it for? And you can't say unlimited souls because that's kind of like wishing for unlimited wishes, so that wouldn't count.
1: Right. Well, first off, uh, is there going to be like a Groupon or anything? Because that might affect my answer. That's uh, true. T-
0: I feel like that's the devil's work because you end up with the Groupons yeah, I, that you never use, and you're just out cash. I don't want
1: to. I don't want to give give my soul away. Um, if I were to sell my soul, first of all, it would probably uh, require quite a bit of negotiation. And uh, I I think, I don't know who would drive a harder bargain, me or the devil. It it, would be pretty close. But I think um, if I were to sell my soul, I think it might be for the ability to maybe um, read people's minds. Ooh! I think uh, if I had that superpower, I think I would uh, call that an even deal for my soul.
0: That would be a good one. A su- yeah, a superpower. I didn't even go. I was going right to money. I guess you could get a lot of money um, with that.
1: Yeah, I I think I could parlay that into money. But, you know, uh, being uh, a very poor, starving artist, uh, money is not high on my priority list in general. Just food? Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just sandwiches. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think I would, um, you know a power like reading people's minds that could be used for good or for bad so um you know maybe I'll dabble in a little bit of both
0: and then what if you could transmit that then too and then when you did order your sandwich you wouldn't have to use as much time
1: right it would be much more stuff. faster cuz yeah they would know you know that i that i like spicy mustard yeah. you know for example
0: like that movie yeah. inception but without all the special <laughs> yeah. effects
1: and uh, a little bit more straightforward yes
0: (laughs) direct Um, so my next question is um, packing to go to the Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival I just want to know if I should pack these items or not based on your opinion great Um, yes if I'm going to Twin Falls for the weekend of November 2nd 2nd and 3rd yeah should I pack socks
1: Uh, definitely
0: okay should I pack swim trunks
1: uh, definitely, especially if you if you stay at the official hotel, the Best Western Plus, with 24-hour indoor heated pool and jacuzzi. Oh, nice. That sounds pretty fancy. Yeah. The 24-hour thing is really the, the selling point because most hotels have pools and they're very restrictive in terms of when you can use them. But the Best Western Plus in Twin Falls, 24 hours.
0: I don't know how many times I've had to resort to a bath at 3.30 in the morning. Because there wasn't a swimming pool available. So I mean
1: I mean one weekend I didn't even have a room. I just stayed in the jacuzzi.
0: (laughs) What about sandwiches? Should I pack those?
1: Uh no, you should not pack sandwiches. Oh okay. Uh for a variety of reasons. One is they're really hard to stay fresh. Okay. Uh two Another one of our sponsors. This is like perfect because I'm I'm plugging all our good friends. Oh wow, Uh, that's kind of interesting.
0: This the questions lined up that way. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? uh,
1: Our presenting sponsor, Twin Falls Sandwich Company, uh, is so gracious and always provides plenty of sandwiches for our guests. And what you know, this is kind of how life is. Um, I did not know that there was such a thing as Twin Falls sandwich company and everyone should Google it if they haven't been there. And, um, when I had planned this festival, we decided to plan, we, we coordinated with the Orpheum theater, which is a beautiful theater in downtown, uh, Twin Falls. And after that deal was done, uh, Katie Neff, who's a fellow festival director, uh, emailed me and said um you do know that the twin falls sandwich company is next door to the orpheum and i had had no idea that it was that it even existed so they were That's a natural funny. partner yeah it is really just coincidence and then i reached out to them and and Shane Cook who's the owner of the sandwich company has been so generous and so welcoming and um so instead so of all suing guests... you
0: and shutting your film festival yeah. down he decided to partner up
1: that's great well, it, shane is such a great guy and easy to work with and it was really funny because when i approached him i was kind of nervous you know i had this presentation, you know, just everything prepared on how to sell the film festival. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, of course. He goes, uh, everyone already keeps asking me about it because they think it's my festival. <laughs> so, so it just worked out perfectly. And uh, our guests really enjoy um, his generosity. And it's a great it's a great restaurant and it's right there. And so I would not uh, pack sandwiches. Maybe you can pack an extra uh, swim trunk. Uh, trunks because uh, you might eat so many sandwiches you might need a larger size. Oh good point plan ahead. Yeah, that's good. Yep uh,
0: Should I should I pack uh, fingernail clippers?
1: Uh, actually, I don't think you should pack fingernail clippers because the award ceremony, which is going to be Saturday around nine thirty, it's going to be a nail biter. Ooh. So, uh, if your nails are uh, needing a trim, and you're a filmmaker, you will probably be gnawing on your nails in anticipation of the awards. I think that which, was... by the way, we, yeah, we uh, we annually we give around eleven hundred dollars. Worth of cash prizes, so Dang. Uh, for m- many filmmakers, uh, not only do they not need uh, nail cl- clippers, they don't need toe clippers either.
0: Because you'll be biting on anything that you can get your mouth on. Is that yep right on? That's uh, that's the way it goes. I think that nail biter joke was the best one I've heard today, as far as jokes. Are really? Concerned. Yeah, but I guess we're yeah. pretty we're, we're early into this podcast, so we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, you probably haven't heard that <laughs> many jokes today either. <laughs> What about yogurt? Should I pack some yogurt?
1: Uh, actually, that sounds like a setup because no, you should not pack yogurt. <laughs> oh, shoot! Because one of our other sponsors is Shobani, right who is the best. And literally, not only should you not pack yogurt, you should refrain from eating yogurt for approximately four to five days prior. Because you are going to be fed so many yogurts in various flavors that you will uh, probably, you want to like build up your desire for yogurt a couple days. You get there, boom, yogurt here, yogurt there, uh, and you're going to be enjoying healthy yogurt from Shabani.
0: Okay, I'll start my yogurt fast at the, towards the end of October then to make sure that I'm ready.
1: Perfect. Maybe around Halloween.
0: Okay, okay. Just stick to the sugar stuff, no no dairy, and I'll be ready to yeah. roll. Awesome. Yep. How about toothpaste? Should I pack
1: toothpaste? Well, yeah, I, I think you should pack toothpaste. We, we're, we're really big on hygiene. Oh, and actually, uh, one of the short films this year is called The Dentist. Ooh. I'm not going to give too much about it, but it's a short film. Um, and the protagonist is a dentist. Actually, a depressed dentist. If I want to uh, get people more curious. So you have to come to the festival and check out The Dentist.
0: There's uh, I have a question later on about we got to get through this list though first. Um, joke book, should, sure. I pa- should I pack that?
1: No, because uh, Katie and Steve, who hosts the uh, event, they're professional comics. They will keep you laughing, and um, in fact, if they see you with a joke book, they'll probably throw it at you.
0: Oh, okay. So unless we want we want to be a target, then we should avoid those objects. Well,
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> how about how about DVDs? Should I bring any DVDs? Um, Actually, no, I would pass on the DVDs because they're kind of like very, I don't know, 1990s or something. I mean, everything's electronic nowadays, so we don't need a DVD. Plus, you're going to be projecting all the sweet films. That's
0: where I was going with that All the films
1: are... Oh, oh, ah! Yeah, that's okay. Okay, see, I obviously I don't have the ability to read minds. Yeah, you don't need DVDs, dude. (laughs) We got fifty films. Yeah, we're you can edit, you can edit, you can edit that part, dude. We got fifty short films, uh, being screened. You don't need no DVDs. Sweet, that's good to know.
0: Uh, So we talked about when it takes place, I guess, and then where. Those were a couple of my other questions, Um, Uh and then what you look forward to. I covered I covered that. So so uh let's move on to the less less serious questions. Sure. Uh well very oh, serious. Oh those, those were
1: those are the serious ones. I
0: have I have a I have two stacks. I have two stacks. Well these ones are serious wow. in, in a different way. So you're walking wow. in a forest and you find a suitcase. The suitcase contains 1 million dollars and a single note which reads don't written in blood. What do you do?
1: Um well, this is a little bit of a contradiction of what I said earlier about not caring about money, but I totally rip up the note and pretend I never saw it.
0: Nice. You'd be able to convince yourself that you never saw it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Huh. I I don't even remember, you know, things that happened 5 minutes ago.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I guess in a couple of years you'd yeah, be like whatever. No
1: problem.
0: Okay, so you that's not ominous. You're like whatever. Don't don't what? I'll no. take this. <laughs> not no problem. Don't take no this. No problem okay yeah uh so i have some some expert questions and some trivia in here as well um can you s- sure can you spell misspelled
1: i think it's m i s
0: p e l l e d ah oh, see there's two s's in there that's the trick question uh, it's one of the most commonly misspelled words in the english language is misspelled really yeah, there's a little irony hmm. for you. I had to look that but one now up. the
1: the good thing is but now the good thing is, now that I misspelled it, I will always remember how to spell it. You're welcome.
0: I am a teacher, thank you. So I pride myself in these small lessons. Um, well, so, lesson learned. <laughs> so what about what about uh, what about Twin Falls makes it a good place for hosting a film festival?
1: You know, Twin Falls has been amazing on so many levels, and um, the reason why. We chose Twin Falls was first uh Katie and Steve are well Katie is uh from the area she's from Jerome and her family is there and um you know i i i Steve and Katie would be performing at the Orpheum and I would see these beautiful pictures of the theater and I was like, what is this theater? It's gorgeous and it turns out to be this you know magnificent just kind of a historic um cultural center and um took a trip out to Twin Falls and I just fell in love with Twin Falls. The main street is really nice and everyone's super friendly. And then there is abundance of nature. You know, there's the waterfalls, there's the, Mm -hmm. the the gorge and there's, you know, everything, the expansion bridges and people are super friendly. You know, it's a really nice destination um, uh, to begin with. And then to have the film festival has been great because it's something that Twin Falls didn't have before. So I feel like in that sense, uh, we are providing so many of the community that um, maybe they didn't know they needed, but now that they have it, I think they really appreciate it. And uh, it's a great place. You know, I've I've actually had um, a bunch of friends come specifically to the film festival and they've all just fallen in love with Twin Falls. In fact, two of them are coming back again this year uh, after uh, visiting last year. And then, unfortunately, the third friend is unable to come because they live in um, New Hampshire now. But, you know, I tell the filmmakers, I tell anyone not familiar with Twin Falls, I tell them you're going to be in for a surprise. You're going to love Twin Falls and you're going to want to come back. And and sure enough, that's what uh, most of the people say after they visit.
0: Right on. Yeah, it's a cool town. That downtown is is really looking good, too. I uh, yeah. went, went there last year. And then prior to that, I think I'd been there like, I want to say like five or six years earlier. And it's, uh, it's just really looking nice. For sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to say that I was uh, the reason why they've really made a lot of improvements in the last three years, but I think it was independent of our film festival, but the, the downtown street has been remodeled. It's gorgeous. there's New businesses coming up all the time. There's going to be um, a brewery, Kodo, uh, right, brewing company right there on Main Street. There's shops, there's restaurants. It, it's really ideal. There's really uh, a lot to do in Twin Falls. And of course, their claim to fame, uh, Evil Knievel jumped the Snake River there uh, back in the day. So, yeah, um, Twin Falls has uh, got a history of. Um, of of being uh, kind of ahead of their time, uh,
0: remarkable feats. So come for the ah, film festival, stay for the remarkable feats.
1: Very good. I'm going to use that logo. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Again, thanks. Just don't misspell. Just don't misspell it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> F- feats. <laughs> remarkable feats. Oh, right, as opposed to
1: F-E-E-T-S. <laughs> yeah, just be and careful. Also, Evil's a little tricky one too because I think it's E V E L, not E V I L. Yeah.
0: Dang, we're getting also. I feel like I'm gonna have to flash the spelling of the words up on the screen for everybody, so just so they can follow along with our yeah. conversation. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you think people should be allowed to pick the gel the gender of their unborn child
1: in advance? Actually, that's being done um, in. I know it's being done a lot in Asia. I, I, and I think it is being done in the United States, but it's probably uh, frowned upon to some degree. Um, you know, I, I think that technology is a good thing and we do need to maximize our use of it. Um, I guess I'm a little bit on the fence. I think if you want to, I think you should use that technology. Um, I don't think I would judge anyone either way. So I guess, yes, I think. People should be allowed to.
0: It's kind of like if you just got like a double, like a coin that was double-sided heads. It just always flipped. You landed on heads every time. Or tails, right. I guess. Well, I guess it would be a similar thing, right?
1: I, I mean, it, it probably would be. I mean, I, I also think that, you know, if we don't let people... I think the the thing that I would really want to ban is I would like to ban gender reveal parties. Because those are just like, they're not even a thing because the gender reveal is like, it's either a boy or a girl. It's not like, you know, there's a lot of choices. So I feel like it's a lot of to do and you got to find someone, you know, you got to hide it from the parents and then they got to give them a secret envelope with the gender. And your friend has to like get pink balloons or blue balloons and put them in a box. I think it's ridiculous. So I think I'm probably more likely to ban gender reveal parties than I would be choosing your gender.
0: I guess you'd be in favor of choosing the gender then so they could
1: have the party would just be superfluous at that juncture that'd be yeah, that's a good point yeah actually so you know I amend my answer okay I'm not only not opposed to it. I think <laughs> gender selection should be mandatory. You pick that so we don't have so, to have another yes. party
0: for your damn right. child.
1: So congratulations, you're pregnant. Do you want a male or female?
0: <laughs> Baby and then shower. they have to choose
1: right there. Yeah, they have to choose right there. Sweet. I like that too. That, yeah, that makes everything easier for everybody.
0: You've, you've convinced me. Um, so do you have some good uses for old coffee grounds? That's my next question.
1: Oh, absolutely. They're great fertilizer for your plants. Oh, okay. And they make your house smell like coffee.
0: That's true. So I should stop putting yeah. it... I, I've been putting it in the carpet, but that has... I mean, it's. I like the coffee smell, but I didn't know I should save some for my garden as well.
1: Yeah, or your potted plants.
0: Oh, okay. That'd be a better spot for them. So, uh, how far do people travel for the Twin Falls Film Festival? I'm just curious. Uh, like, filmmakers, well, um, well, if you have anybody coming internationally, if you have had... Yeah. What's the situation Well, we there?
1: actually we actually have a screenwriter because we have a screenwriting competition as well. And it was our first year and she, she actually has won the award three years running from coming the furthest. She came all the way from Australia. Oh, wow. But I don't remember if it was Sydney or um, Melbourne because one is way closer, but regardless, (laughs) she came the furthest. And um, I think that record will stand for quite a bit. And amazingly, she literally came for the festival. Like she arrived on, I think she arrived on Thursday and left on Sunday. Like, no, oh, wow. not a single other th- reason. And she flew <laughs> through like five different cities to get there. Um, and she had a great time. So, uh, there's not I, a direct flight that,
0: from Sydney to to Twin Falls. They Twin don't have Falls. That. They uh, don't have that yet.
1: No, only on Wednesdays. And so she wanted to come on Thursday. So,
0: oh, that's okay. Um,
1: But the other otherwise we last year we had filmmakers from uh, the from New England come, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, Los Angeles, the entire Pacific Coast. Uh, I think we had a we had a. um, Oh, and last year we had a screenwriter come in from Baltimore, but he's since relocated to L.A. So, yeah, they do come from all over the country. I mean, those those filmmakers, I mean, for people who don't know, you know, the film festival circuit is really a lot of fun. And uh, if you can afford to participate, you really gain a lot. You get a lot of insight. You, you learn a lot about your craft and you learn, you get feedback. You know, I think a lot of times uh, independent filmmakers make films and, and no one really sees their, um, their work or they, the work is distributed online and they don't get any feedback. So I think film festivals are really uh, popular because as a filmmaker, you get to sit there in the audience and you get to, you know, gauge their reaction. I, I know That I really enjoy that. Um, But then, like anything, it costs money. I mean, you know, um, and a lot of independent filmmakers don't necessarily have the money to spend on that. So, um, and this year we're trying to do, we're waiting for, uh, we're waiting for sponsorship from Visit Idaho, the Tourism Bureau. And uh, we're hoping to use some of that money to um, offer like a stipend to filmmakers. Uh, to come, probably particularly student filmmakers, because we want to encourage student filmmakers to stick with it and yeah. um, and be and participate to the extent that they can.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is nice to actually sit in a theater and watch what you yeah. do because it and is online is like basically where people go for right. the most part. And the now.
1: Orpheum is a full fledged uh, screen, like it's actually larger than most Cineplex uh, screens and, uh, great, great audio, great sound. And it's Mm -hmm. a real theater, you know, and it's, um, you know, you get to experience it very differently than, um, than on a small screen or even at your TV at home.
0: Yeah. It is a cool theater for the people in the Treasure Valley, um, that have been to the Egyptian theater here. It's like a, it's a smaller version of the Egyptian theater where it's an actual, wait,
1: so so you're in the treasure valley and um Twin Falls is in the Magic Valley. Yeah, it's a magic
0: valley. I totally uh this is a treasure valley podcast, but you know, technically we're broadcasting from here. I mean we're broadcasting on wow. YouTube, so I guess there is no it I you know it's it's close enough.
1: These these valleys are amazing in Idaho.
0: Yeah, it's not one big valley. That's not right, possible. Correct. It's separate right. valleys. That's why we named them right. such. <laughs> So you were talking about the film festival uh, going on the film festival circuit. Um, that yep. was one of the questions I had. Uh, the biggest differences between Twin Falls and uh, Twin Falls Film Festival, a film festival in Twin Falls or maybe a rural uh, film festival versus one that's in a bigger metropolitan area like you're in L.A. Is there yeah. is there like well, a different feel well, to that or how does what's.
1: Oh, Definitely. Definitely. And I can speak to that. I've I've been attending film festivals since. 2009, I think is my first film festival. Yeah. And I've gone to all types of festivals all over the country, small, large, you know, really well-known ones, some not, you know, some brand new ones. And I've been involved in probably four or five film festivals in different capacities. So I, I pretty am, I'm familiar with a lot of ins and outs. And I, I think that's what kind of um, gave me the confidence to start my own film festivals. Cause I kind of saw what I liked and what i didn't like as much, and I really tried to pull the elements that I really liked from all these various film festivals. Um, coincidentally, I run another film festival in Los Angeles. That's a, It's called the Die Laughing Film Festival, and it's horror films and um, comedy films. Um, and I can tell you that the two festivals, even though they're run pretty much by the same people, are incredibly different. The Twin Falls Film Festival allows me to really... Get the community involved, get a lot of sponsors, a lot of um, kind of support that's community based. And that really um, makes for a great experience for the audience as well as the filmmakers. Um, In Los Angeles, we probably have, I don't know, at least 60, maybe 100 film festivals in Los Angeles uh, through the course of a year. So the events are very, very different. You have the very, very big film festivals, very established. And those are very, you know, can be kind of ritzy and, you know, very industry heavy. And then you have the smaller film festivals like my film festival, which is technically more of a regional film festival, but it's in a large city. Um, And the feel is very different because I think when you're in Hollywood, you kind of make your choices based on, uh, with an eye towards your career. Like how does, you know, what can I learn from this or who can I meet here? Or, you know, how, how do I benefit from this career wise as opposed to purely going to a film festival, just to enjoy the films. So it's not to say that that's any better or worse, but it is kind of a different attitude. Um, and I think the expectations are different too. um, So I think there are a lot of differences based on just kind of the personality of the film festival. But in terms of programming, um, clearly like a smaller film festival is going to be limited in terms of the type of films that get submitted, whereas a large film festival either because it's more prominent or in a larger uh, metropolitan area, they, they tend to get films with maybe more star power or more um, well-known people attached to it. Um, but that doesn't mean that those films are better. It just means that those films are going to be different.
0: Yeah, and yours is definitely a lot of fun in Twin Falls. I haven't been to the Die Laughing, Well, th- oh, thank the, you. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's, it's uh, last year when I went, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. You got yeah. to see a lot of good movies and uh, everybody was very interactive, which was yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: th- thank you. That's a actually a good point. Interactive is a good way to describe it. I feel like when I think of Twin Falls, I think of it as very, very much like a community event. Whereas my film festival in LA, it's a little bit more business-like mm-hmm. um, and that's not that necessarily bad, But, but also because it comes from the same kind of source. I do really try to foster a community as well, but, you know, I think um, in a very general way, um, you know, Hollywood doesn't necessarily lend itself to that because um, as an artist in LA, you're constantly being pulled in directions of, you know, attending this, attending that, going to this. So, you know, whereas in Twin Falls, maybe this is a unique opportunity to see films or meet other filmmakers or or, or, you know, talk about film. Whereas in LA, like that's all we do. Like, you know, your waiter is a filmmaker, you know, and you're, you know, everyone's talking film. It's very hard to escape the industry in Los Angeles. You're filming as
0: you're already out. There's already a crew following you around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. So you don't really need, um, to attend a film festival to talk film. You can talk film to your doormat you know, and he he may even be, he might even be more, more experienced or knowledgeable than yourself. You know, it's like,
0: (laughs) I have a question along those lines. So that's great that you brought this up since you're, you're living uh, in LA near Hollywood. Have you ever touched a celebrity? And if so, did it feel regular or different?
1: Hmm. You know, I can't say that I've ever touched a celebrity. I see them quite often. Okay. It's, unfortunate that in Hollywood like it's it's typically frowned upon or like um, you know discouraged. You're discouraged from like running up to celebrities and touching them and even oh. bothering them. So that I don't like because my first instinct is to just immediately embrace them and you know and and fawn over them and take selfies but that's kind of frowned upon. So It takes a lot of restraint to um, to kind of rein that in, but um, I wonder if I ever did touch it. Well, I think the closest I got, I I I once got in a fight with Mini Driver over a turkey sandwich. Oh, Um, and we might have touched hands by accident as we were like grabbing at it. It was it was like really late at night. It was at. uh, a coffee shop. They're not a sponsor, so I'm not going to mention which one. Okay. Um, and there was only one turkey sandwich left, and we both kind of grabbed it at the same time. And I mean, she was playfully like, ah, ha, 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 ha. um. But then her bodyguard had but, a different opinion about what was going on. <laughs> no, she didn't, have a, <laughs> she didn't have a bodyguard. But I was like, I was like, that's my sandwich. Like I was all in, and she was like laughing it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end, I acquiesced and I gave it to her.
0: Yeah, because she couldn't afford to go get a sandwich somewhere else.
1: Yeah. You know what? That, that, I didn't realize the injustice in that until right now. But Yeah, hmm. that's, that's kind
0: of a sad story. She took your sandwich. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and now full circle. Now, maybe I should get her to come to the Sandwiches Film Festival and then wait for her to be served a sandwich and then grab it.
0: <laughs> be like, this is... <laughs> This is what I wanted in this the is, first place. Yeah, Finally. this is
1: payback. Payback. After
0: years, I got you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I created this whole festival <laughs> just for this moment.
0: Um, not speaking of uh, nearly losing limbs to uh, celebrities. I have another question um, along those lines. If you uh-huh. had, if you had to lose two limbs, which two would you choose?
1: Uh which two limbs? Hmm. I think I would just go with my legs just because I get really tired walking and I never get shoes that really fit and I just as soon get wheeled around.
0: I was thinking I would go like opposite like like left arm like right leg because then I could I feel like somehow mm-hmm. it would just balance out and I wouldn't notice anything <laughs> being gone except yeah. for, except for like yeah. the weight loss that would come along with losing two limbs. You know.
1: Yeah, that that might work. I think it would be um I like the alt, like the alternate sides because that kind of balances out in some weird way. Yeah.
0: But I feel like if I were in a car crash or something then I wouldn't have like some weird situation with the airbags cuz my body would be like balanced out like a crash test dummy fairly closely enough. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but but I think in that case you would really be wasting money cuz you'd have to like throw away one shoe and one glove oh my gosh i didn't even think about that with my choice i just don't buy shoes
0: yeah yeah and then you can just buy shorts i didn't think about the fabric cost yeah i thought i had this all this answer totally squared away but no well i guess there's more of a gray area than i thought it's a much more complicated question than you initially thought yeah i it Obviously, um, so I, one question I wanted to know is is about the submissions to the sandwiches. How many films yep. did you watch to prepare? Uh, well, I mean, how many how um, many films were
1: how many films were
0: submitted and how? What is that like? That's got to be. You know,
1: I don't e- I don't even know the exact numbers because we accept submissions on two platforms without a box and film freeway. Mm -hmm. And then also I'm coordinating two film festivals. So that's really two film festivals on two platforms. So I get an influx of films Mm -hmm. and I don't really know the exact number to be honest. I just don't even pay attention. Um, and then, um, you know, depending on who's screening it, basically I, I, end up seeing every film that's in the film festival, but, It may not be until we get closer to it. So basically, for those of you that are interested in submitting films, I don't know how. Well, I guess I can speak to the three film festivals I've been involved with, not including well, including my own four film festivals. Um, Usually like uh, when a submission comes in, someone views it. I think some film festivals might have more than one view it if they have that many bodies, but I don't think most film festivals have that many bodies. So someone views it, and it's usually pretty arbitrary who views it, and then they kind of flag it as yes, no, or maybe. Uh, That's the way it's been at the film festivals I've been involved with. And so if someone gives it a solid yes, then it just kind of moves forward. If someone gives it a solid no, it kind of doesn't go anywhere. And if it's a maybe, it just kind of you know, is lingering there. And then when it comes down to the programming, so in this case, I, I ultimately do the programming. So I have to take all the yeses and start categorizing them and trying to create a, a, a coherent theme or program or, or whatever. And some of it's just time. You know, we don't have, we only have X amount of time times to screen films and then they kind of get slotted and then on rare occasions, a film that got an okay, doesn't fit either thematically or time-wise or just for whatever reason. Uh, But we all, you know, it definitely got approved because we like it. And then we also then go to the maybe list and we start, you know, I think at the end you want something that's really cohesive and uh, fits together. Um, so like at sandwiches, there is going to be different film blocks. Like one will be comedy, one will be a thriller, one will be, you know, there's different genres that get highlighted and it's hard because, um, surprisingly one of the most popular categories is documentary. Um, so we always select quite a few documentaries because they're, they're often very, very well done, but. The downside to documentaries is a lot of them to be really, really good are very, very long or not very long, but they're, they're lengthier than a comedy, you know, a comedy five minutes, six minutes, 10 minutes, but a documentary, you know, usually needs at least 20 minutes to really get into a subject. And unfortunately, you know, we just don't have enough screen time to screen all the top notch documentaries. So unfortunately, a lot of those, uh, don't get screened simply for that matter.
0: Got it. So it's so it's quality initial quality check, then you go yep. on and d- go with thematic, which you did a great job of that last year uh, when I came in. You were, you get a, did a good job of pairing things, so like it made sense. It was like a mood switch in between, yeah, in between uh, comedy yeah. sets with uh, Steve and Katie, which was cool. Yeah, and then and then it went into a different realm of, of film, which I thought was pretty yeah. slick.
1: I I will say first and foremost for any aspiring or you know, independent filmmakers, at least from my perspective, it, it's it got to sound and it's got to look good. Um, that's above and beyond the actual story, the actual writing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, too often you get a film that has poor sound quality or poor lighting. So, you know, if I can't see the faces, you know, on my computer or if I can't hear it on my computer it's unlikely I'm going to be able to appreciate it on a big screen. So that's something I think filmmakers should be aware of. Don't skimp on sound and don't skimp on lighting, which is, I think, that's a kind of like uh, a common uh, new filmmaker mistake. I I actually was guilty of it myself in terms of sound uh, because a lot of times a filmmaker doesn't necessarily understand the technical aspects of sound or light, and it is really important. So... Um, you know, do your best. I know it's expensive, but do your best to make it sound and look good because otherwise, I think uh festivals are getting more and more selective and and they're not accepting films if if the production value is not uh very at least um uh above average. Yeah, it's uh and it, but it's getting I mean as far
0: as that, the equipment's getting better and better all the time now too and, and less and less expensive, right. which is which I is I think that actually cool.
1: I think that actually is the other side of the coin is yeah. there's no excuse not to have good sound or good light. Whereas I think in the past it was cost prohibitive. So I think festivals were a little bit more lenient. Yeah. But now there is no excuse um, because um, it is accessible and, and everyone could um, access it with very little cost.
0: Yeah, totally, totally true. This The sound and the the light. Yeah, that's all. That's all difficult stuff, but uh, yeah, the, that's like the basics, like, uh, yeah. like you know, basketball, learning how to dribble or something like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, can you describe your life in 10 words or less without using the letter X?
1: Sure, I can try. Um, does it have to be like a sentence or just like words? I, I
0: don't know. That's just what the question was. Ten
1: words, okay, or or less. Ten words. Yeah. My life includes my dog, my friends, my work, and dot dot dot. That's nice. ten words.
0: That was good. You got a chance to count on your fingers too, which I was sure you wanted that opportunity.
1: Yeah. Well, I have been this whole time. So. Oh,
0: oh, dang it. Okay. I hope I'm doing okay. Um. What. Uh. What. Do, or does the cast of Superstore get the standard ten percent discount? I have that question for you.
1: <laughs> Actually, uh, no. So, for those of you who aren't um, following me or Superstore, uh, <laughs> I was really lucky to my first co-star, my first network co-star, was on Superstore earlier this year, and um, it was just a great experience. It was, you know, I think in anything in life you always want to um, get better and better opportunities and it was definitely one of the best opportunities I had to be on set on NBC and everyone was so nice. And I think another thing I'd like to say to aspiring actors or um, anyone in the industry, um, it's based on my experience um, and I think it was counterintuitive. I think like the higher you go in the food chain, meaning the higher, the better projects you work on, the people actually get nicer, oh. which I think, the, I think most people think like people get meaner or harsher or stricter. And it's really the opposite. And I can say that in terms of casting directors, production teams, everything. It's like they get nicer. And I think the reason is because they are a lot more confident Mm-hmm. and they're more established, and they don't really have anything, you know, they they're, they're, they don't have as many, like, kind of stressors that someone's starting out, like a new director, or someone trying, you know, shooting their first pilot for, for a network, or a casting director, that got their first feature, you know, um, and, you know, I, I found that very interesting, so as a result, like take that information and I actually am more relaxed when I go to higher level projects, uh, which is good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, whereas at first I used to get more and more nervous. Like I would get so nervous for, you know, a network audition or an audition for a feature. And then I would find that they were actually so much nicer and more professional than, uh, some of the others who might be more stressed, more under, uh, staffed, Mm -hmm. have less resources and, maybe feel more pressure, you know, Um, you go to some of these casting directors and, you know, for big shows and they are so well established and they are trusted so much that it just is much more breezy and relaxed because they either like you or they don't. And it really, a lot of times it has nothing to do with talent. It's just how tall you are, what ethnicity you are, how you look, you know, your weight, whatever. There's so many factors that have Nothing to do with your talent uh, because um, I'll give you a perfect example. Like if they're casting a, a co star to go next to the series regular and you, let's say, are six five and the regular is five four, they're probably not going to cast you because unless they want that height differentiation, they're not going to cast you because you're too tall. Hmm. You know, so you could give the best reading, but you just don't fit the box. So, uh, you know, the two things, I would take away from this point is um, is uh, don't don't get more stressed when you when you get better auditions or better opportunities. You should actually be more relaxed. And then also uh, don't never forget that a lot of the factors have nothing to do with you. They're really outside factors that you can't control. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and also no discount. Oh Although, no. Okay. Although on set, I can't remember what the, oh, the prop, I can't remember, wait, actually I don't remember. I had a prop that they had forgotten about, and usually they're very good because the prop, they have a whole prop department, mm-hmm. and like, they're on it, and, I, and I, I think I was like either offset or almost offset with this prop, and then I went back and I gave it to them, even though I could have probably gotten away with it, so.
0: Was it a really sweet vest?
1: No, no, the best they grabbed right away. I think it was the Uh, scanner because I think I was like scanning things. Oh, dang. Well, that it was definitely something because I remember they were laughing because I was like, yeah, I could have gotten away with it. But (laughs) yeah, it's like absolutely like the crew is nice. And, you know, I I feel like not that crew is not nice on other projects, but I think um, the level of stress is very different, I think.
0: That kind of makes sense too, and in, in in the sense that you would imagine that the people that are aspiring to get to that point, that aren't there yet, it would be a different feeling once you're that's your job, if that's yeah, what your aspiration yeah, is. So I got a couple. Definitely. I got a couple more questions left for you. Great. Um, what type of diet allows for the best athletic performance? Uh,
1: probably Shobani yogurt, Cliff bars, and. Sandwiches from Twin Falls Sandwich Company. Oh, cool.
0: So this could be actually, like the film festival could be an athletic retreat too. And then you can go out for a a swim. You can swim, get your laps in from like midnight to 2 a.m. after all the screenings.
1: Actually, I was just plugging our generous sponsors, but I'm not a good person for that question because I am not an athletic person. And ironically, um, earlier this month or last month, I got a casting notice that specifically said non-athletic body. Oh. And not only did I get an audition. Not only did I get a callback, but I booked it. Oh, so it was definitely a double-edged sword because I was offended that I was considered non-athletic. And to make matters worse, tomorrow, I'm going to an audition for Dad Body. Oh. Dad Bod. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, I think for someone who's been suffering with uh, weight issues his whole life, I think that that's just another uh, slap in the face from Hollywood. Thank you, Hollywood. (laughs) Does it pay well, at least? Um I'll tell you off air okay. um, how well it pays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <got> it.
0: <laughs> Last question: um, What are the be- uh, what are the best and toughest parts about coordinating uh, sandwiches and other film festivals?
1: Well, the best part is actually the event itself. I mean, it is mm-hmm. there's so much like community and love and just kind of supportive people and I really thrive on that and I love it. And it's just such a great vibe. It, I I think it sounds a little kumbaya, but it really is. I mean, it's just, it's just intoxicating. And, um, you know, to see a filmmaker who maybe never saw his film or her film on the big screen is very, um, very powerful. Also when people bring their families, you know, and their friends, um, it's funny because at the film festival, like I don't have any family there. I have friends, mm-hmm. but I don't have any family. And I get very emotional when I see other people with their families, or if I think of my family, you know? So uh, it's very powerful for me. And I really, really, um, you know, I just, it's, it, it, it's really wonderful. It happened and last year
0: at I, the, after the screening of, uh, of uh, Iron Brothers, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah, because that whole yeah, thing the, was
0: just like a friends and family gigantic yeah. uh, creation. These, those,
1: guys, those guys out of Salt Lake, it was uh, four brothers. Uh, the mom did costume. The yeah. dad, like literally it was all their family and friends. They shot a feature that looked like a million bucks mm-hmm. and they have since got distribution in it and it is they distributed it. Um, I think a couple months ago, um, across all platforms and, uh, I'm assuming red box and Walmart, things like that. Oops. I shouldn't plug anyone. That's not a sponsor, uh-huh. but you know, uh, not, I don't think the film festival, ha- you know, was what triggered it. My point mm. is that, and it premiered at the film festival and, you know, you know, it, you know, I, I remember like a lot of times I'm shocked. Like I'll see a film. And I'll be like, what do you mean? this is our the world premiere? Like no one has scooped this up yet. And that's because there's just a lot of content out there. You know, and there's a lot yeah. of festivals, and there's a lot of people looking for different things. So we were so lucky to not only get a great feature film that was filmed in the area, but also um it embodied exactly what you mentioned. It, it like literally was a labor of love for their family. and then it had a really good result um for them, you know, which is pretty rare. So, Ah, uh, that was great. And then you did ask the worst thing, right?
0: Yeah, t- toughest is how I phrase it because it's just like more acceptable. Yeah, but, yeah we can say worst.
1: I'll, I'll say the worst thing. No, the toughest thing. The I think the worst thing is having to um, say no to some really really good films. I mean, there Not are bad. films that I really really like, and then we just don't have room for them, or they just don't fit. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you know, sometimes I'll write a, a note or something, a personal note, but you know, I think that when all said and done, like it's nice that, you know, you get a note like that, but in the end of the day, like you're just kind of mad that you didn't get in. So I don't like having to say that to people. Um, but it's part of the part of the program, I guess.
0: Well, that's good that you write a note, at least. Having been on the receiving end of a lot of those letters, it does make a difference if if I get a response where they mention the name. You know, yeah. versus I, just a, a form letter.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're really lucky because we're small, so we mm. we are hyper responsive and accommodating. And you know, I don't want to say all the things that we accommodate because then everyone's going to ask for it. But yeah, we do everything we can. We bend over backwards to oh. make sure that people are happy and that they're uh, they they can attend or that they you know feel like they're um. That uh, they're being heard and their needs are being met. Because after all, I mean, there's a lot of film festivals, and we're just lucky uh, that they chose us.
0: Totally, and it's a great festival. When, uh, w- how do people get tickets? Uh, what what information do people need to know so that they can come to Twin well, Falls for uh, that weekend? Our
1: website is website Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival all one word dot com. Um, our Facebook page, Twin Falls Sandwiches Film Festival. Um, the Orpheum Theater will have ticket information probably in the next week. Okay, you can buy tickets directly, or you can show up at the door. Okay. Um, you know, uh, we're primarily, um, you know, we're basically a three-person operation. So in that sense, we don't, uh, <laughs> we don't have a ton of things uh, done. As of now, as they should be, uh, which well, this, reminds me, we got another week. We got a up. week,
0: so this I'll I'll
1: throw this up. On, yeah, yeah. Oh, this. Oh, hey, yeah. This is okay. not live. Then, then edit all that and say that you can get tickets <laughs> at at um. A, there'll probably be a link on our website page. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, excellent. So great. Thanks so much for chatting with me, Ray. We're looking forward to this one,
1: that. Was only twenty questions.
0: That was that was twenty, man. We went. I got it. No, wow. I got a. I got a. I got nice. a bonus question. Did you want the bonus? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. You are the tenth guest on the Treasure Valley podcast. Ten, wow. Ten starts with the number one. Can you name some other numbers that start with one? How many? I. I was just wondering. This, that's the bonus question. You get like okay
1: one one thousand.
0: Nice. Oh, dang.
1: One million. Okay. One eighth. Oh, if you get into fractions, I
0: I don't even know how many points that's worth. I should probably start assigning mm. point values
1: to these questions. Yeah, <laughs> eleven. <laughs> I don't. I I I I don't want to complain, but I don't think that was worthy of a bonus question. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: that, that's, I, I was going to come up with more, but then my brain was empty at that juncture when I got to the cards. <laughs> that well, was the okay. best. <laughs>
1: I'll cut you some slack.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Ray. Well, thanks so so much for chatting.
1: Well, it was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Yep. And uh, I'll be seeing you on November 2nd for sure.
1: Yeah. Look forward to it. Right.
0: Bye. Bye.